All right, guys, on this episode, we have Alana McIntosh, right? Yes, Alana McIntosh. Alana McIntosh. So she is a realtor in New York City, commercial yes. and residential, and you've been doing it for a decade now? Yeah, close to a decade, sure. Close to a decade. So are yeah. you more commercial? Are you more residential? What's the what's the mixture here? Uh, it's a, there's a balance. Um, I would say um, it's, it's 50-50, yeah. I mean, I, I've sold residential and commercial. What do you like selling? I guess that's the main question then. What do I like selling? Yes. Whatever my clients are willing to buy. <laughs> <laughs> just a hustler. I like that. I like that. So yeah, let me just give us. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. I don't like to, um, you know, limit myself to one arena. Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm, I have a vast knowledge in, in both, in both areas. So, mm -hmm. so Yeah. Nice. A quick bio about you. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I've been in real estate for about almost 10 years. Um, this is a second career for me. Um, I, I was in business management before, and then I transitioned into real estate post um, the recession. So around 2010, I transitioned okay. into real estate. And I mean, it was, you know, it was very interesting. Um, so I've lived through 9-11 and I've lived through the, the last recession. And, and now I'm living through COVID-19. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see how things um, turn over, especially in the New York market mm -hmm. um, and how we recover as an economy. I, I definitely am optimistic in um in in the recovery of the new york city market um because it's still new york will i mean things probably won't be the same but there's always a demand like there's something about this city that it's just, new york. people just love it's, it's new, new york. york at the end of the day it's new york <laughs> it's new york um, i don't think any city ha has what new york has as as in brand and what it what it brings in the and the energy and everything else it brings yeah yeah, it's the energy, it's the vibe, um, you know, and I think that living through those last through living through those last two um, uh, pandemics or you know uh, areas, um, it's been it's, it's we stand a chance. I would say this this too shall pass. That's like my favorite phrase. You know, we just have to stay the course, and 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 you know we'll pull through. Yeah, hundred percent. So, like, I don't watch the news, but I've uh, through Twitter feeds and and everything else, I I, I get information. Uh, how's it in New York right now? Is it is the numbers coming down or is it stabilizing? Any? Well, um, the numbers. So, in the last two months since we've been on lockdown, um, you know, sales has pretty much been at a standstill. Um, and then a few sellers, you know, a number of sellers have pulled their listings off the market. Yeah um just to see where things go um a few sellers got stuck mm -hmm. so the biggest um the biggest thing right now is is getting people to close getting deals to close that were in contract in january so the january deals are like in a standstill because the banks are reviewing all the deals you know a lot of the lending terms have changed 
Um, and so that's that's where we're seeing a little bit of the hiccup in in the second quarter. Second quarter. You know, there's, uh, I was talking to uh, a, a realtor locally here. They said another problem that they're having is you know things are closing, but movers aren't coming in. So it's it's they're having a hard time uh, getting the clients to move from from uh, one house to another because the movers aren't there. Okay. Right. Well, in New York, it's a little different. So here we have a surplus of buyers. So it's a strong buyer's market right now. Mm -hmm. um, and so buyers can get a really good deal, the ones that qualify. And, you know, people are looking. It's just that with this, um, you know, this order, this stay in place order right now, we're, you know, we're not allowed to show. But a lot of realtors, um, have gotten creative with virtual showings, um, virtual open house, virtual tours, um, and and the 3D, like the 3D video um, listings. Yeah. So it's I, should, been, I mean, it's, it's still kind of, you know, new because, you know, imagine buying a million dollar apartment or multi-million dollar property and, and you're like, you're signing a contract based off of a video. Yeah, um, but still, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was happening in New York prior. Like, if I look at the Vancouver market, I, I know there's a lot of a lot of uh, buyers from mainland China, and they were doing the same thing. They were looking at, at photos and, and a walkthrough that the realtors were doing. Do you think this is going to – so post-COVID-19, you think this is a new way of, uh, of looking at uh, places? I think it'll it will be trending for the next year or so, but because New York is 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 somewhat condensed, I think people really enjoy the human interaction yes. aspect yes. of the business. Um, you know, I've it you know we we work in the service industry, so essentially real estate is is a service. Um, and there's so many um facets that go into every real estate transaction and no two real estate transactions are ever the same. 100%. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I think it, I don't know. Things are changing. It's hard to predict right now what will um, be the new norm. Yes. But um, I definitely think that once things go back to being the same, that people may want the human interaction. Mm -hmm. I get that. You know, in terms of, of just, you know, having questions and, you know, safety and, you know, um, just just having that one-on-one, -on -one, that personable, because, you know, people, you know, they tend to talk about other things. You know, sometimes you're the therapist, you're the financial planner, <laughs> you know, you're the trusted advisor. So, you know, or you're the family realtor. So there's that aspect of it. Yeah, I, I think like if I'm in the market now, I, I think instead of going to 10 houses, I would I would want the the realtor or whoever it is to have some type of 3D walkthrough like like Google has for streets, right? Do the same thing through the house and you're, sit, you're sitting there, you're looking through, through 3, 4, 10, whatever it is and like, okay, this one here on 555 Main Street, I want to actually go and see. But I know how it looks inside. That's not my concern now. My my thing now is I want to know more about the neighborhood, the walkthrough, the that's who the, the neighbors are, that that kind right. of stuff. Yeah. And so that's that's where that's where this um, 
I think that's where the issue will come up with this this uh, 3D um, virtual tour. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I think it's gonna. I think it'll definitely catch on, and uh, and more and more people will will be uh, watching that. I, I'm not. Yeah. I don't know about New York, but I know locally, like the amount of foot traffic going through open houses has come down because yeah. of of better cameras, because of uh, you know d digital tours and things like that. Same thing there. No, no, no. People <laughs> here, you know, in New York, um, you know, it, it we're built. It's we're more unit driven, not necessarily in the city. Mm -hmm. We're more unit driven. There's, you know, in terms of in in as opposed to um, selling houses. Mm -hmm. So there's, you know, there's there's a huge demand for people that want to live in a full service building with condo amenities. You know, um, doorman, concierge. Um, pool, gym, you know, all these like full service amenities buildings. Mm -hmm. um, and so when you have units, you know, it, it, I mean, it, it can work, but there's still, you know, there's people that want that um, human interaction. They First just want to know that someone's there. Yeah. Now in terms of townhouses and brownstones, um, you know, then it becomes a neighborhood kind of thing, you know, like, okay, do I want to live in this neighborhood? I, from what I've read, you know, it's great. But then, you know, it's the block for me, you know, if I walk two blocks away, is it a totally different area, even though it's the same neighborhood? Um, you know, the proximity to the subway, you know, the proximity to transportation, parking. How is that? You know, I think these are some of the factors that go into um, a, a buyer, uh, uh, the buyer's, you know, mindset in, in, in purchasing. Um, but so that's where so that's where I think the conflict comes up with the virtual tours. I think that's no, I where get it comes that. up. For, yeah. for the neighborhood and everything else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you're saying brownstone, I automatically went to like the Cosby Show. I, I, oh, I, right. I, yeah, yeah. I, I love the looks of those. It's just gorgeous. Yes. it's absolutely gorgeous, and it, you know some of the streets are really picturesque. So they're tree-lined streets, and you see these gorgeous brownstones and the facade is just like very sonic and you know it's just great but so are you those know, one houses or do they like separate that into different units well in some cases what we've been seeing as a trend um are developers buying one structure and then dividing each floor into condos so that's been a trend in in brooklyn mm -hmm. um but it's you know we still have you know, resale on, on the actual structure, um, you know, whether it be a, a single family or two family or a three family, multifamily, yeah, dwelling. How, how big are those usually? Say like the four story ones? The four story ones can range anywhere from like 20 feet um, by like 50, 52. Okay. Um, so like a thousand square feet per, per floor? Per floor okay. on average. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. It's a decent size, four floors, right? Especially in in uh, in New York or even, uh, well, uh, well, in New Brooklyn. York, if you yeah. have a, if, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's definitely you're able to live in a thousand any any uh, dwelling, you know, over a thousand square feet. That's like big prime. bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, big that's bucks. Prime. So, what do you think of commercial? How do you think this is going to affect commercial market when 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 the market yeah. will, uh, so when commercial, people get back to work? Yeah, commercial and small businesses are being impacted the most by um, COVID. 
um, we've definitely seen a decrease in um, like options, like coffee shops are pretty much non-existent. Restaurants are, you know, far and few that are open. And if they are open, it's for takeout only. And their hours are from like six to eight um, on weekdays. Um, and weekends, it's like from four to eight. And, and so that, you know, impacts their sales um, for the ones that are able to, to, to open up and, you know, do takeout. Um, yeah, I, oh, we're going to see a lot of huge vacancy. Exactly. So, the, like, you know, th these are the things that cross my mind. If if I was a, a retailer or, you know, owned a restaurant or whatever it is, now I know some of my competitors are going out of business and my location isn't the greatest. It, I, And I know real estate pricing and everything else is going to come down. Does it make sense for me to give up my lease? and move to a better location for cheaper? Do well, you think that market will come? Well, so one thing you should keep in mind is, you know, who, who your clientele, you know, if you have already built an, you know, depending on how many years you've been in business at that location, you know, you kind of want to take into consideration, okay, are you going to, you know, is it worth moving to another location? You know, what about the existing clientele that has mm -hmm. supported your business? Well, I'm just talking um, around the corner. Because oh, I'm, I'm just looking at downtown, okay. yeah, just around right. the corner. Well, in some cases, what we've been seeing um, are, if you're in place already, a lease is being renegotiated with their landlord in terms yes. of lease terms. So, you know, um, so we've been seeing that. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if, if a landlord is willing to, to accept your business, uh, you know, some landlords are not. They'd rather just have a vacancy. They're not open to um, renting out their spaces. That's only right now. For the sake, yeah. yeah. So that's the other, that's like the flip end, you know, um, unless you have like favorable terms and, and a huge financial backing, some landlords are like, no. <laughs> so what um, advice are you giving to uh, clients right now that are calling? Well, my clients that are calling right now are, are buyers. Are I buyers, definitely yeah. would say my, my, my listing business has decreased. And my, my, my buyer's agent side of the business has increased, which, which is great, okay? Um, it's nice to have that option, but having accessibility to other uh, agents' listings right now, it's, it's almost, it's non-existent because of the um, um, stay-at-home order that's in place. So as agents right now, until the ban is lifted, we're not allowed to show. Mm -hmm. We can only do virtual, virtual, everything is all virtual. Yeah. But because it's so you know with with the with the buyers because it's so personal these are their homes they're not investment properties this is where they're going to live they'd rather like hold out even though they're interested they're looking and they're looking at properties and you know but they'd rather like hold out until they can actually get access to visit and tour homes are they so holding way. out more to get access or they're holding out more to get a cheaper price it's more a pricing holdout or both? That's a very good question. I'm happy you brought that up. So in New York, um, there hasn't been that much of an impact on pricing on homes. Um, well, especially in, 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 the, in the city, in, in Brooklyn, rather, yeah. in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, in the city, yes, they've been, they've been impacted more because there's more inventory. In Brooklyn and Queens and like the outer boroughs, you know, we don't have that much inventory. Mm -hmm. And Generally, most of the buyers that are qualified are qualified in a certain price point. 
So they know, okay, well, these are my options in this range. Um, and so, you know, no prices. I mean, from, for the most part, most buyers, you know, they, they have to put at least, you know, 10 to 20% down. They have to have at least six to eight months in reserve. Um, some sellers may do, you know, a 5%, you know, decrease on oh, their price, decrease, okay, but nothing yeah. major. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, you know, like you're not going to see anything from like, 800,000 decrease to 400,000. Like yeah, that. I can't see that market not, anywhere. Yeah, yeah, that's not, <laughs> at least, you know, we we don't foresee that. You know? Yeah, 10 to 15, people, 15 to 20%, yeah, you know, but 100% drop on, on, on pricing. Or, on pricing, you know, 50% no. Is gonna be any, hard. Yeah, so generally anything from like, you know, 600,000 to like 1.1 million, has, the prices have remained steady. Um, anything over that from like point three to like two million we've been seeing some softening in the market um definitely those buyers are looking for deals and like the best deals but nothing you know that we haven't seen price drops um what's your advice to investors right now for but if the investors are buying and they're looking to get in the game i would definitely say now is the best time okay um sometimes you know even though the we haven't seen the physical price drop, if they're able to, um, you know, see the property and know like, okay, this meets the requirement of what they're looking to invest in, um, you know, negotiations are are key right now. So yes. it's important to have a skilled broker that can negotiate on their behalf mm-hmm. with the seller or the seller's agent, um, because there are, you know, some there's deals out there factors. Yeah, like yeah. if someone has been impacted by COVID or they've been experience if they've experienced you know divorce or if they're they're just moving they're leaving out of the city and they're going to the suburbs um you know they're they're gonna want to sell uh so so yeah that was a big part that was a big part of new york right most of the people they were giving up their apartments or they were taken off to their uh hamptons home and 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 everywhere else yeah or they're just leaving they're going upstate they're going to new jersey you are know, they like physically moving like for a yeah. long time or just just not physically sorry it's gonna be physically moving but are they like for the short term or for the long term they just gave up their place and you know i'm out of here now yeah we've been there yes we've been seeing that wow. a lot of people have left um the city altogether and they're you know considering the suburbs so the suburbs is now trending we're in the right phase but it's it's a, it's trending in terms of buyers um leaving yeah mm-hmm. crazy crazy uh any advice for the new home buyers or the new business uh businesses that are uh, are taking off and uh they need place to grow and is it is it a time to uh to to buy or is it time to lease on both sides well, residential and re- commercial the in terms of buyers, um, if they're buying, now is a great time to buy. Now in the next six months, it's going to be ideal. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. It is an election year. You know, rates are still historically low, and they've the, they're the lowest it's been in forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's still favorable terms for people that have the, the uh, ability to purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, for uh, people that are looking to lease, 
Um, again, it varies, you know, depending on the type of business and, and the landlords. Some landlords are just not renting. They'd rather have a vacancy than to have a tenant in place. So, which which um, doesn't make sense unless the building is paid for. Well, it, in, in New York, the laws, the landlord tenant laws are, you know, pretty, pretty strict. Okay. Um, and so it's not, they're not very favorable for landlords uh, to a certain extent. Got it. Um, so it's hard being a landlord, huh? It's, it's interesting. It's very, it's interesting, but like any other business, you know, there's risk and there's reward. Yeah. So, um, it's all about riding that wave, you know, um, it, it comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. You just have to like hope for the best and just hope that, uh, you know, you get through the, the times, the, the good times, the bad times. Exactly. Um, but anybody looking to open a business, I would say have a solid plan like a solid business plan, make sure that you, you analyze the risk and the environmental factors and the economical factors. Um, because, you know, if you're opening a business, let's say in an emerging neighborhood where, you know, their ability to, you know, have disposable income to do takeout has now gone, you know, people are, you know, saving more or they're allocating that money to something else that is going to impact your business significantly if you're in the restaurant or, you know, if you're in that service business. Um, so that you definitely should um, do a lot of research and, and have a solid plan and, and watch the market because that's going to be, that's going to have a major impact. Yeah. Watch the, watch your local market is the, is the main thing. Not, uh, not, you know, worldwide news or uh, or national news you know see what's going on in your in your own uh, uh you know neighborhood neighborhood exactly in, in that small radius that you live in or where your right. business is that's what that's that's what it comes down to yeah Alana, thank you very much for having us uh, for you thank coming you. on the show not having us but uh we will uh have your links on the bottom here and anyone needs to contact you in nyc they can reach out to you yes um, and go from there. Any last words for us? Um, I just, you know, I hope that everyone is keeping safe. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Alana. I appreciate it. Bye. Bye.